Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trainer Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. Sorry, I just heard Piper go, in the next room. Oh, I, I saw it I saw it pop up with recording, and then there was this like silence, and you were just looking at the camera. Well, I wasn't sure if I hit record or not for a second. Uh, as well. Oh, I see. So it was like two different things. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about the, the reopening of Walt Disney World and everything that is changing um, as a result of that. And there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. And we're also going to talk about um, what we're doing with our trip to Universal in September. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So let's start off with talking about the September trip. Mm. And we, we over the weekend, have made a decision to postpone that trip. Yeah. We, we've kind of been putting off having that conversation. Because <laughs> we, like, we, we obviously chat to each other every Sunday and play video games twice a week. Yeah. Um, so we do kind of chat about it, but it's not really a conversation that either of us wanted to have. No, but I think it's also fair that obviously, well, we we had we have to pay for it at the beginning of July, first of July. Yes. And yes. so we've kind of been leaving it to see what gets announced and what happens up until like the point where we need to do something, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And- because there's so much uncertainty and and very little had been announced up until this point, pretty much. Um, you know, and you know, obviously Disney's not even won't even be open by the first of July, so no, it's very it's difficult to know what to expect with everything, isn't it? I guess that, I guess there's a couple of reasons why we're cancelling. Um, well, sorry, I should say not cancelling, postponing. We will be going, just uh, not for Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Now, the main reason, and Dan, feel free to disagree with me, is that the coronavirus cases in Florida have just gone through the roof and given that it's taken the UK the best part of three months under lockdown mm-hmm. to even start to get things under control and we're a long way off getting back to normal yet mm-hmm. um, the fact that nothing has happened in Orlando well you know they did have some kind of lockdown was that they obviously they've now opened businesses back up they've now opened theme parks back up and you know what I will say is that Universal Studios and eventually, I guess Universal Orlando have been fantastic, as, from what I can see, on the whole, at making sure guests are wearing masks, guests are um, washing their hands, and using the um, the, the spongy stuff. I've forgotten the name. Spongy stuff. Soap. 
<laughs> San- San- sanitation stations is what I meant. <laughs> Spongy stuff, brilliant. <laughs> we get really, uh, really sciencey on this show. Yeah, really technical. We go down to the nitty gritty on this. Um, we're going to the bubble consistency in a minute. <laughs> but from what I've seen, they've been they've actually been pretty good. Probably the the best. Um, literally the best. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> But other parks, and we are going to name and shame, SeaWorld, Legoland, Busch Gardens, I've not seen uh, very much on yet, so I will mm-hmm. save them from the dirty pile. But um, SeaWorld in particular have been shocking at managing guests, and Legoland doesn't even have mask enforcement. No, well, which is bizarre, isn't it? Uh, Florida are literally introducing mask enforcement <laughs> for everyone. Oh, what- Oh, are they what is a um, statewide requirement? I think it's um, more current kind of Orange County at the minute. Okay. Which is where all the theme parks are pretty much. Yeah. Like yeah. Bush Gardens and Legoland sit outside of that. But certainly Universal's, your SeaWorld um, and Disney are all in Orange County. So basically, if you leave the house, you have to be wearing a mask. So that, I think that's come into play now. Right. Okay. I mean, okay. we're talking, I think yesterday... Florida saw more cases in a day than UK, France, and Germany combined. Right. Are we talking yeah. just Florida? I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? They, I think I, I was talking to you the other day about this, and their their peak before was in April, where they had like, I don't know, 1,400 odd cases. And these last few days, they've topped 2,000 like every day, like between 2,000 and, and, and the mid-2,000s. Yesterday um, was four thousand. Oh, really? It is shot up ridiculously. Wow. Okay, I hadn't seen yesterday's well, yesterday's stat. I mean, no, I it's, obviously, yesterday for us is so Saturday. Yes. Um. Yeah. So wow. Okay. That is insane. Yeah. I mean, at this rate, do you even think Disney will reopen? I don't know because I think probably what the although there's big crowds. I'd say Disney is actually and Universal are probably the, two of the safest places you can go at the minute, in a, in a weird kind of way. Like obviously nothing's safer than staying at home. Yeah. But if you're going to go somewhere, I mean, people are getting shamed in shops for wearing masks. Like literally, mm. I've seen multiple cases where not in the UK, in the US, where if you go into a shop wearing a mask, they start ripping into you. Um, you know, there was that Trump rally yesterday, again Saturday for uh, for us, um, where no, almost no one. There were a couple, but almost no one that was attending that was wearing a mask. And you yeah. think coronavirus hasn't disappeared. No, I mean, certainly Florida not. Florida is, is real evidence of that. Well, yeah, I mean, a number of states are um, shooting up. I think Texas is getting quite bad, isn't it? I think as California well. California as well, even. Right, okay. I mean, obviously, they, yeah, they've, they've been opening up more, more and more, haven't they? Um, yeah, I mean, to put things into perspective, yesterday in the UK... Um, we had probably, I don't know what the actual number is on that, but it's it's probably around 1,600, 1,700. What, uh, what, confirmed new cases? Confirmed new cases. Yeah. yeah. We have been fairly static for almost a month now, to be fair. Yeah, it hasn't really gone, it's just floated around the kind of 1,500 mark, under, hasn't it? It's been under 2,000 since kind of the end of May, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and deaths is certainly 
it's, again it's, that that's been hovering around the mid hundreds hasn't it i think for quite a while yeah it's it's Doesn't, not getting better but it's not getting worse no no it's kind of just floating isn't it <laughs> but i i've um i've heard so obviously we are based in in worthing for anyone who doesn't know that's on the south coast of england um i have heard that our hospital has less than less than um i think there's about six people with it right okay in our hospital which is is not much at all so no that's not cases in worthing but i've heard that in sussex which is the I'm going into the specifics of the UK county system now, but <laughs> there's less than 10 cases a day at the minute. Right. Okay. What's well, specifically to our area? Well. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's the thing in, in, in you get, you almost get like pockets of flare up, haven't you? Cause you, you, obviously London was, was flared up quite badly to begin with. And then I think, was it the Northeast? Northeast was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, the same happens in America, doesn't it? It's just on a bigger scale because obviously it's a much bigger country. You got like the likes of New York and, and yeah. California flared up to begin with, didn't they? And, and and obviously different states get it at different times. But obviously Florida did have it, and now it's it's almost getting a a resurgence of it now. Um, but even like it seems to be worse than what it was originally. Um, I mean, it's it's they they always say about oh well, it's because of increased testing and all this sort of stuff, don't they? Uh, I think I I think I saw something when I was reading about the Trump rally. Um, I don't know whether he said it at the rally or whether he said it outside of the rally that basically they're, they're, he's, he said they're almost going to be testing less because, you know, when they test, it makes them look bad because they get cases. Yeah. Which is like, well, surely, surely that's a good thing to know how many people have got it. Well, it's, yeah, it's bonkers, but I mean, I guess long story short, but without going into the details of coronavirus too much, yeah. <laughs> we've given you some hyper-local statistics, and the only reason I know about at the hospital is I know someone's dad that I know works as a, uh, in the hospital, so he is right. fully aware of the number of cases going on, which is useful to know um, for someone who has been, like me, who's been shielding mm-hmm. and will continue to be shielding, I, uh, for, I guess, for the foreseeable future. Um, certainly from going into into the office where I work. But for us, we just looked at the the figures. Virgin haven't been, if I'm being honest, they have not been totally clear on how they're operating their flights. Um, they, no. they, they said you have to wear masks. They said there's going to be limited service. They're providing um, like packs, uh, coronavirus packs, basically. So you've got like snacks and things already pre-made and, and masks and all that kind of thing. But they've not said... For instance, if you know if they're leaving gaps between seats, if they're leaving rows, which they should be. I mean, even if the the one meter rule is introduced, which is supposed to be within the next mm-hmm. week, so we're going from two meters to one meter away. That's still less than a row. Yeah, I mean, row, sorry, I should say. Yeah, I don't know how. It, I don't. It's interesting how practical plane travel can be, isn't it? Because obviously, if if you've got like I don't know what the configuration might be, whether it's a, whether it's a two, three, two, or a three, four, three, or a, you know, depending on the seat configuration, if, if, if it's say three seats somewhere and you've got one person on the inside, one person on the outside with a gap in the middle, like if you've got, if you, if you're against the edge of the plane, you want to get out, you have to ask that person to get up, take almost like a few steps back for you to then get up. Yeah, it's just it just because obviously planes are so tiny in the first place. It's like I don't see how it's 
can be that practical um, to to sort of maintain a, a, a social distance. No, I don't get it at all. And what's odd is, I mean, I know that technically, because obviously you live um, by yourself, mm-hmm. um, you can create a bubble now, yeah. which I'm assuming you've already done with your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what does that mean for you and I traveling together? Yeah. You know, <laughs> we don't live together. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, there's so, that's the thing. There's so many sort of, that, that's, that's one of the things I think we found difficult is is, is knowing what to do because there's so much unknown there's so many uncertainties um and you know even if as we're seeing in the likes of florida and and other states even if the numbers went down now and we said oh it'll be fine you know it the peak it could have it could have come back uh, like two weeks before we went before we were due to go um you know so uh, so based on all of that we we don't think it's worth the risk obviously i've got a very young daughter who's just over two weeks old um neither of us want to get ill even outside of that mm-hmm. um and it's just not worth the risk as much as we were looking forward to going of course we were um it's something that can be postponed and we've been talking a lot actually about disney and the way that they're handling things particularly for uk guests and it for me it's just been an absolute shambles if i'm being honest mm-hmm. um and we've even been discussing just staying at Universal when we do eventually go because currently the Disney ticket system situation for the UK is, is a complete mess. And which we'll go into in a minute, but we, yeah. I was talking with my parents yesterday. So a few distance, everyone, I feel like you should have to say that. It's um, <laughs> like a little disclaimer before you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking cause we were supposed to be going next year um, with my parents, my sister and my sister's kid. And, and our kid and we're thinking well disney have scrapped the seven day the 14 day and the 21 day ticket currently so i think they will come back well it, it almost seems like there's a lot of confusion around that because is it i couldn't work out whether it was they've scrapped it completely at the moment or because virgin seemed to say when i was on the virgin website they seemed to say well, they didn't mention anything about the tickets actually they said they're not taking bookings after September like 17th or something. Next year. Yeah, not, not any bookings at all. That's what it seems to suggest. Which is very, I think that's because that's when their reservation system is ending. Right. The current reservation system they've put in place, I think that that's because that's when it's ending. Now, it also ties in with the peak of the 50th anniversary. Yeah, that's what it seems so, so strange about it. But I think it also ties in with like the the end of their fiscal year right as well because i think their fiscal i think i read that their fiscal year runs to the end of september or something like that yeah so which i guess would make sense because obviously they opened like beginning of october first of october so then the year would run from there basically i think what will happen my gut feel is they're going to see how the reservation system goes Mm -hmm. currently there's no international guests going there anyway they're going to see how that goes if coronavirus goes away then i think they'll go you can of course you can book for the 50th we want to fill all of our hotels yeah and let's be honest there's going to be a global recession not every american can afford to go to disney for the 50th not every brit not every frenchman whatever Mm -hmm. they're going to need in my opinion they're going to need those bookings i think they will bring back the ability for you to book during the 50th at some point Um, at the minute for me it just feels like that priority is saying let's get the park operating at a, at a standard where we feel it's safe for our guests and our cast members 
Yeah. Let's not worry about UK visitors because they can't come anyway. Let's not worry about Europeans or anyone else. Let's just get the parts going. So by cancelling their ticketing system, their 7-14-21 day ticketing system, they've basically said to the UK people, do not come. Pretty much, yeah. But, but this is the thing that I can't work out. Have they, have they cancelled it from now? Or are they cancelling it from next, next September? I don't know. I, this is the thing that's confusing. But Yeah, I've heard mixed things. Yeah. It's, well, it's, I, right, and it's very confusing, but... Um, cause, cause yeah, I mean, essentially if they say, well, we're not, we're, you know, you can't buy seven or 14 day or 21 day tickets. I think that's what Virgin said is you cannot buy a 21 day ticket like from now. I right. think they seem to say, but they didn't mention anything about the, um, seven or 14 day tickets. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to just go through now. I'm on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try and book a... Let's do hotel and ticket from, what should we say, September? September the 1st, let's say, this year. Yeah. For two weeks. Who are you going through with? Is this I'm going some... on DisneyWorld.co.uk. Right, okay. The, the official, there we go. Sorry, packages aren't available. At this time, we have temporarily stopped sales of tickets and Disney Resort hotel rooms for arrivals in 2020 so that we can focus on guests who already hold tickets. Hang on. Hey, oh, are you talking about September this year? Yeah, so I'm going to try. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think next year now. I think what they have said is they're not taking any bookings at the moment, any new bookings. Yeah. So that's that's something that Virgin says as well is that um, you know you can't currently book for any dates within 2020. I don't think. Um, yeah. So now they're saying I've done basically first of October until two weeks. Sorry, we don't have hotel room availability on those dates. What, what is this for next year? This is for next October. Right. So that's interesting. They've basically just gone, don't allow anyone to book. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is what Virgin said as well, is that, where's the, where's the, where's the date? Uh, oh, here, here they go. Here they are. They say, uh, please note, Walt Disney World are currently not accepting new reservations on or after the 27th of September, 2021. Um so yeah, it seems like they're not. Is you know from that date, they're not accepting any new reservations. It's um, odd, isn't it? It's very odd. It's very strange because I mean, what, what was the date? Like, twenty one. The twenty seventh of September, twenty twenty one. If I go on the twenty sixth, and I want to return, what's that on the? But then that's gone. So I'm going for three weeks. Because they also say <laughs> on no. the next section, the confusing thing is on the next section. It says Disney are not offering any new holidays for twenty twenty. Okay. Holidays for next year are available to book through to the 12th of September, 2021, which I guess brings it to like 14 days before the 27th. Mm. So they're saying like, if you tried to book on the 12th, they'd probably let you book. But if you booked on the 13th, that would then take you after the 27th. Yeah. So you can't, you can't book for that. Basically they don't want you going for the 50th at the minute. Yeah. Which which is very strange, isn't it? I like, I, I can maybe understand that they're, they're, maybe they're trying to give these plans well in advance so people, because obviously you book a holiday, most people will book a holiday month, many months in advance, particularly if you're from the UK or, or you know, outside of the US. i tell you what they're doing here. I, I think what they're doing is saying that if, if you're, especially if you're from the UK and you've had a trip cancelled, mm-hmm. basically we want you to book for the, in the first seven months, nine months of the year. 
<laughs> why yeah. don't you go then? Because yeah. we know the parts are going to be busy. Interestingly, I've tried to book two weeks in December of 2021. And again, I can't book. Yeah, so I mean, I guess that makes sense because they're saying at the moment you can't book anything after that yeah, date. So it's not, but I mean, it's not that would, the only thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would make sense that they they almost want people, they almost want to encourage people to book sooner. So then for, for one thing, they can get the money in sooner, yeah. pretty much. And because they know that like the Halloween period and the 50th period next year is going to be busy. Yes. Assuming everything is open, it's going to be busy because you'll get so many like locals wanting to visit yeah. for the 50th and things like that, that they don't need to worry about the parks being full. Um, whereas, yeah, if you've got loads of people that have cancelled their trip this year and Virgin are letting them book, just taking Virgin as an example, they're letting you book up to the 31st of December next year. Obviously, you won't be able to book for Disney you'd have to, if you wanted to go somewhere after the 27th of September, you'd have to book somewhere else, basically. You'd have to yeah. change your holiday to somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you've got all those people, thousands of people, presumably, who need, that, to, rebook. Who need to rebook. And yeah. Disney is saying, well, you have to rebook before the, 20, before the yeah. 12th of September. So that, that's what it looks like to me. It's nothing to do with the 50th by the looks of it, because I, I can't book for December. Yeah. Um, which is... You know, if I go early December, which I was looking at, is a very quiet time of year normally, mm -hmm. um, straight after Thanksgiving before Christmas. Um, so that's interesting. But I mean, let's, I think they're going to reveal more about why they're doing that, I think, in the future. I don't think no one's really sure yet. But yeah. I mean, yesterday that... I was having a chat with my parents, as I guess, back, looping back around to that story. Mm. Um, and I was just saying, look, if, if Disney World is going to be ridiculous, let's just go to Disneyland. Well, in California. California, because we can we could do Disneyland, we could mm -hmm. do um, the uh, Universal Studios Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd want to go kind of Halloween Horror Nights time. Um, we could do San Diego. We could do Six Flags. Right. Uh, yeah. Which is around Anaheim as well. I think it's not too far away. So there's a lot that you could do, and I'd want to go to San Diego Zoo, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so and my, my mum was like, well, let's, let's have a look at the prices because I think you and I will, you know, once, once they say, yes, you can book for September or, or October, that's probably when we would go because we want to do Halloween Horror Nights. Mm -hmm. We want to be there for the 50th. So, because my parents are just like, what's the point in going to Disney with, without a dining plan? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing this, and, um, it, obviously without the dining plan obviously you, you're gonna you, you might be paying a bit more um and obviously if it's a, if it's almost like a, a bit of a muted experience at the moment yeah um and there, there's all kinds of uncertainty around the reservation system still uh, and well, how long that's going to that, be last for what they said on that on the reservation system i believe i don't think this has been 100 percent confirmed if you're staying on property mm -hmm. you can book you can reserve theme park entry for the whole of your stay. Right. Okay. It doesn't guarantee you entry, but you have the ability to go. I want to. Oh, I see. It. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, cause I don't think. Get it. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think they're guaranteeing no. you'll, you'll get in. Cause obviously it's, you know, subject to availability and yeah, that sort of you thing. Get first dibs. Yeah. So do it for the full length of your stay. Yeah. So they're saying that, um, if you, if you've got, if you're staying on a Walt Disney Resort Hotel, you can book from the 22nd, which is the day that this episode goes out, actually. 
um, so tomorrow in terms of when we're yes. recording so Monday um, but if you if you're not staying on property but you've got tickets you can book from the 28th of June yeah um, so you're getting like if you're staying on Disney Resort property you get like a six day um, head start head start basically yeah which is quite a lot really isn't it I mean let's be honest if those rooms are getting full mm. other guests aren't going to have a chance no I mean we don't know what what capacity they're operating at but you can't imagine it's going to be a high capacity can you no um, particularly for those first few days there's only two parks open um, yeah. and you can only, and you know you uh, what they've what they've also said is that you can't hop um, no, it's banned at the minute yeah so you can only book one park for one day yeah um, and I think they're going to be offering refunds for people that have paid extra for for hopping um, yeah so they've, they've also said so there's some guidelines here so I believe, yeah, sorry, I believe the people that aren't staying at a hotel can only book three days at a time, I think. I th- thought that was um, and your pass holders. Yeah, but maybe it applies to them as well. I'm not sure. Yeah. See, this is the thing. They've not been totally clear. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it makes it sound like we don't really know what's going on, but we don't really know what's going on because it's so difficult to work out. It really is. Like and, why they've changed all the the why you can't book for September, October next year doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. My guess is that they want everyone to rebook before the 50th. I mean that, that I hadn't considered that, but that does like make sense because Because yeah, they they want to encourage everyone. They know people are coming in for the 50th. So why make the parks? Basically they don't want to max out that, that anniversary period Mm -hmm. with people that should have been going this year. Yeah. Realistically the people that should have been going this year, and weren't planning on going next year, probably don't even know it's the 50th, or if they do, they don't really care. Yeah. So, I think, think a, yeah, a large proportion won't be going like, won't necessarily be going next year and this year. They won't even know it's the 50th. I mean, why would you? Unless you're in the theme park bubble. Yeah. No yeah. one's going to know. No one does research on, oh, when did it open? Oh, it's going to be 50 next year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. And, and it's not like they're promoting as next year is being the 50th year like a lot are they no it's only really yeah. on the disney parks blog that they're starting to talk obviously the castle's just get, got a got a recent paint job yeah which makes it look a bit old but there we go <laughs> uh so what do i need to end in the theme parks so each guest must bring a theme park reservation made by the new disney park pass system along with valid park admission for the same park on the same day Face coverings for each guest aged two and up, which must be worn in all public areas except while eating. Uh, Disney also recommends bringing the latest version of the My Disney Experience app. Of course they do. App downloads are going through the roof. (laughs) With location services and notifications enabled and a cashless or contactless form of payment. Um, During the initial reopening period, guests will undergo a temperature screening prior to park entry. Based on guidance from health authorities, anyone displaying a temperature of 100.4 Fahrenheit or above will be directed to an additional location for rescreening and assistance. Those with the temperatures of 100.4 or above will not be allowed entry. Those in their party will not be allowed entry either. Um, we've already talked about the reservation system. Uh, no new ticket sales or annual passes are currently available. Um, and I'm going to go into a bit of detail now on... Um, we've talked about the reservation system, I think. Let me just see if there's anything we haven't covered. Mm-hmm. We talked about the dates. So June 20, 22nd is when, if you're staying in a resort, 
June 26th is annual pass holders without a resorts day. June 28th is existing ticket holders. So right. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I, I forgot what particular date the um, pass holder one was. Yeah. So you'll, you'll need a My Disney Experience account and you'll need to link your valid theme park ticket or annual pass. Once you've logged in, you'll have access to a calendar that will show the available reservation dates for each theme park. If you have a multi-day ticket, you'll be required to make a park reservation for each date of your visit. Um, at this time, Dizzy says guests will only be able to select one park per day. As we've said, I think that's all the information that we have on that at the minute. But let's talk about the attractions as well. Mm. So I've got here the list of attractions that are going to be operating at each of the theme parks when they open, bearing in mind that Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom open on July 11th, and Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studio open on July 15th. So let's talk about Magic Kingdom. I'm just going to whiz through these. If, Dan, if you've got any thoughts, just interrupt me. I mean, you, you normally do anyway, so... <laughs> So attractions that will be open. This is, I know Dan's favorite. It's a small world. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, it's an attraction that we all need at this time. <laughs> uh, think the, got, uh, do you think the puppets will be wearing masks? Oh, oh, they've got to do that, haven't they? They should do that. They should definitely do that. Uh, attractions. is a small world. Astro Orbiter. Big Thunder Mountain. Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Country Bear Jamboree. Dumbo. Jungle Cruise. Liberty Square. Riverboat. That's an interesting one. Um, Mad Tea Party, Mickey's Fill Our Magic, Peter Pan's Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean, Prince Charming, Regal Carousel, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. I mean, yeah, you just have to walk around for that. So, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Swiss Family Treehouse, The Barnstormer, Hall of Presidents, Haunted Mansion, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Tom Sora Island, Tomorrowland Speedway, Tomorrowland Transit Authority, People Mover, uh, Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid, Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress and Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Couple there not open off the top of my head. Um, what have we got? Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is not opening. Right. Okay. What a, what a shame. <laughs> some of the some of the ones that I find interesting in that list are Mickey's Fellow Magic, mm. uh, the Hall of Presidents, and Enchanted Tiki Room. Um, yeah. Those are the ones that just sprung out to me as having relatively close audiences um particularly tiki room because i think you just sit on benches um obviously in 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 hall of presidents and in phil magic uh they they have seats like a theater, theater seats things like that so it makes you wonder whether they're going to be like socially distancing those seats and they've got to be um, i think yeah you would have you would have thought so um whether they'll just socially distance groups. So if you've got like a party of four, say, um, whether you have to sit like two, one or two seats between other parties, perhaps. So they'll no longer have to say, move all the way along to the row. They'll be like, move all the way along to the end of the row, apart from two seats. Yeah. They're going to have to. So the ones not opening are Monsters Inc. Laugh 4 and Enchanted Tales with Belle. Now that one I understand because... Actually, both of those I understand. So in Childhood Tales with Belle, you got, you're quite close to Belle and the characters because the kids kind of sit around. Right, um, okay. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, they give you a microphone, don't they? Right, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without that, the show's kind of a bit pointless, isn't it? Yeah. So that's Magic Kingdom. Um, so entertainment-wise, 
the Main Street Philharmonic, which is the band, will be will be there. Uh, they said character cavaclades. Cav uh, uh, I don't know what that. Not sure. About I, that. I'm definitely not pronouncing that right. So, <laughs> uh, guest favorite Disney friends appearing along the parade route, which will include uh, the Royal Princess Processional, Mickey and Friends, Fantasyland Friends, a Goofy um, Cavalade, Tinkerbell, and the Lost Treasure. So it seems like maybe they're doing like one float parade routes every now and again oh okay right okay, okay. march or something like that yeah um and by the looks of it pretty much all the shops are open um as well in terms of disney's animal kingdom the attractions that will be open are affection section that seems a bit of a weird one like petting goats I guess, yeah i guess that's a bit of a weird one i guess like i guess like you're not in close contact with each other and you really? have to wash your hands before you leave and go in. Right, okay. So, so that made, does make sense. Uh, Flight of Passage, Dinosaur, Discovery Island Trails, Expedition Everest, Festival of the Lion King, uh, Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail, It's Tough to Be a Bug, Kali River Rapids, Kilimanjaro Safaris, Marahara, Mara <laughs> the trail, Navi River <laughs> Journey, Animation Experience at Conservation Station, the Oasis, the Oasis Exhibits, Triceratops Spin, Wilderness Explorers, and Wildlife Express. Uh, as for the attractions, not open. Finding Nemo the Musical and Primeval World. Right. Okay. I wonder what the musical is because they have they parade people up and down the roads. But I mean, you could just remove that. Yeah. I mean, unless it's like, unless it's the cast. Like, if the cast have to get quite close doing the performance, no, that sort of thing. Because it's it's kind of like when. It's kind of like uh, like theatre shows at the moment aren't on, are they? Really? Um, but then which... that, that's true of Festival of the Lion King, isn't it? That's pretty close. The true, like, yeah. but unless they'll just cut the monkey bit out, maybe. Otherwise, because but I I've been to a performance of Lion King of the of the Lion King show um, where they haven't had the monkeys, right? Um, so I think so. Whether they'll just cut that bit out, maybe. Not sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, they haven't really said anything about like, as as I touched on in Magic Kingdom, like socially distancing within the rides, within the attractions, things like that. Um, you know how? Just think, just thinking like I don't know you got like flight of passage. You're in a row of like ten or twelve, um, like pods, things, bikes, mm. where you're quite close to close together to each other. I, you know, I don't know how they're gonna work all these things everywhere other one aren't they yeah you like potentially potentially um obviously they've they've already announced that they're obviously cancelling all fast passes at the time for the time being in order to use the yeah. fast pass queue um almost as regular queue um so they're obviously considering you know some some kind of social distancing in the queues haven't they yeah but that sort of information we haven't heard we haven't heard more about you just yet. No, not yet. They have said that character cruises will be showing throughout the day. So obviously character meets are banned at the minute. Mm -hmm. So in this instance, it looks like they're sending characters out on little boats on the, on the discovery river. Oh, okay. Quite a nice idea. Right. So yeah. Have, yeah. Uh, so, some discovery Island drummers, uh, Donald's dino boat bash and Mickey and friends flotilla. That sounds like they're going to be going to war. <laughs> yeah, a, a, float, 
a flotilla always sounds always sounds like aggressive, doesn't it? Just yeah, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey and friends like firing fire arrows at the Navi. <laughs> oh, take that, pal! Um, so again, most of the shops are are going to be open by looks of it. Yeah, that makes sense. On to the best park, Epcot, which opens on July fifteenth. Right. Attractions that are going to be open: Awesome Planet, which is the new uh, show in the land. Yeah. Canada Far and Wide, so the new show in Canada. Mm-hmm. Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival. I mean, they don't even need to put socially distant markers on that. No one goes in there. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so so quiet, and uh, if capacity's down as well, yeah, then uh, it's going to be even <laughs> even quieter. Yeah. <laughs> the Friendship Lagoon boats. That's interesting. Don't know how they're going to manage that one. Yeah. Frozen Ever After, Grand Fiesta Tour starring the Three Caballeros, Impressions to France, Journey into Imagination with Figment, Kidcot, Living with the Land, Mission Space, Reflections of China, Soaring Around the World, Test Track, The American Adventure, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, Turtle Talk with Crush, Walt Disney Imagineering Presents, The Epcot Experience, and the surprising one on the list, Spaceship Earth. Uh, oh yes, yes, because it's it's coming back, isn't it? They have spinned the refurb as we expected them to. Yeah, um, that was confirmed a couple of days uh, yesterday, actually, I believe, as we record. Um, they have completely, well, their wording, and I've got it here because I wrote about it yesterday. Uh, the word uh, time travelers take note that the iconic spaceship Earth attraction at Epcot will also continue to be available in its current state while we pause on its planned refurbishment. They ain't refurbing it. <laughs> I think they will. It needs to be refurbished because it's broken. Yeah. No, I, th- I think I think they'll they'll still make the changes, but it'll probably be a few years away now. Probably not going to be done in time. But I mean, they might push it to Epcot's forty fifth now. Right. Potentially. Yeah. Because because supposed to be done by the fortieth in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah that that won't it won't happen now. So yeah, you're probably right. They'll probably I mean they'll probably keep it open for the fortieth. At the I least, so. and so. then and then they might do it after that, depending on um, whether they have financially recovered from this. Yeah, I I can't see them closing it for the fortieth now. I think that would be such a shame. Mm. Yeah, I, I like I I would be very surprised if they did that um, because they'll want to keep as much open for yeah. the fortieth as they can. Really, obviously, you've got Guardians um, and obviously Ratatouille. Ratatouille is due to open, like now, basically. Pretty, pretty much. Like I was wondering whether it was going to be open for my trip in May. Um, like it was, you know, it may or may it may or may not have been. Um, it was probably unlikely to be, but I think it was rumored to be opening in May time. I so, think they will push the opening of, of both of those attractions. I mean, Guardians was next year anyway, but I yeah. think I think they'll both open at the same time next year. I'd, yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether they'll... It's another thing to add to the 50th. It is another thing to add to the 50th, but they, if they're not really starting the celebrations until, like, October, then... Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that they they will start celebrating earlier, but they won't have an official ceremony until October. Right. I'd be surprised if they'd want to leave Ratatouille closed for too long. Like, if it's done, if it's ready. Yeah, I mean, I don't Why know. Not? But, yeah... Because they delayed attraction openings in the UK until next well, I mean, year. did we have any? Well, you had the David Williams one in Orton Towers that everyone was excited about. <laughs> right. 
Um, and there was, and there's a whole new uh, land in Portland's Park. Oh yes, they did delay that, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, but then that kind of makes sense because at the end of the day, the U Park, U Parks, the UK parks have a limited operating window each year, yeah. and we're already halfway through that window basically. Yeah, at, at this point, um, so it doesn't fully make sense to open an attraction now. But obviously, the you know, Disney Universal, they're open all year round. Yeah, um, I mean, they, they could well open it up um, once in, in a couple of months. It'll be interesting to see. I don't think they'll leave it until... Um, well, they might do. If things ease off in the winter, they might be like, well, we want guests to come back. Let's open up Ratatouille. I mean, potentially. Potentially. I mean, normally I wouldn't say that they would open one during the winter. But as you say, if they want to encourage guests to come back, if, they, if they're increasing capacity and all that sort of stuff, um, you know, I think, we, yeah. we could see it. The thing is, opening a new ride at the minute would be a nightmare for... Because even if we're social distancing in place, yeah. people are just going to be so pushy and shovey just trying to get it on it first. Mm, yeah. And it, it, it will be a nightmare. I mean, Universal are doing it pretty much, aren't they? With uh, the show. Yeah, we've seen... That's a little bit different, though, with the show. Yeah, I mean, well... You I mean, you still... Year, can't you? Yeah, I mean, you can obviously space out the, 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 the seating and everything like that with it, can't you? But you'll still potentially have queues of people. Yeah, um, I've heard nothing but good things about the Bourne Santacular. Yeah, I mean, absolutely uh, incredible. Yeah, I've heard lots of positive positive things about it. They did previews, didn't they, recently? I can't remember. Whether, was that cast member previews or was it? No, it was um, like, it was open for everyone because I know um, like WDW News Today got it, got in. They're not on Universal's media lists, so. Right. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe it, maybe it's just a temporary yeah. um, temporary preview sort of thing. Apparently, it's amazing. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've heard uh, the, the things that I've seen of it is, have been all positive. So, um, which is a nice surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't say I was exactly like excited for it. Or, no, I wasn't at all. I mean, I was ex- I was excited to see something new there. Yeah. Considering T two has been closed for quite a few years now, um, so it was nice to see something else there. But I was a bit skeptical. Of yeah. a born stunt show, or yeah. just any generally a generally a stunt show in 2020. Um, but I don't know if they have the same appeal. But yeah, I mean, if it's a good show, then um, and as you say, haven't heard anything but good things. So and the Velociraptor coaster seems to be coming on. I mean, not that it exists, but it seems to be coming <laughs> on really well. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Ryan. I there's nothing there. That's, <laughs> this that's is not the roller coaster you're looking for. That's the new roller coaster restaurant they're building. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean. It looks great. That it looks like there's a couple of really like intense bits on that coaster. Yeah, it does look like it's going to be a really good coaster, and I like the fact that it's going like over the walkways and stuff. Yeah, like it feels a bit Hulk esque, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. in, in that respect, um, I mean, it's still ridiculous that they haven't said what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly a Velociraptor coaster, isn't it? It's clearly a yeah. I mean, it's clearly a Jurassic. It's a Jurassic Park coaster. I mean. Why not just announce what it is? Definitely. I mean, you've 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 practically built the track by this point. The the um, I can't remember the Twitter account. Is it bio bio re- deconstruct or something like that? That constantly posting aerial photograph um, aerial photographs of it. Um, I mean, why not just announce it? Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then, so moving finally on to Hollywood Studios. Attractions that will be open, um, Ass, 
Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. I mean, no one cares. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, uh, Smuggler's Run, Muppet Vision, Rock and Roller Coaster, Slinky Dog Dash, Star Tours, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, Tower of Terror, Toy Story Mania, uh, Walt Disney Presents, and Vacation Fun, which is the new Mickey Shorts Theatre. Right, okay. So, I believe, again... So... Disney's Hollywood Studios, Frozen Sing-Along, Star Wars Launch Bay, Indiana Jones, Epic Stunt Spectacular, Beauty and the Beast Live on Stage, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, and Savi's Workshop at Galaxy's Edge will all remain closed for now. Right, okay. Again, yeah. presuming with, I mean, Indy, there's guest interaction, which they could cut, but it would be a bit, I don't know, it, does, it would be a bit, be a bit odd without that. There's, it's quite a big segment where they do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also um, the actors come in quite close very close proximity to each other on that so yeah you can, you can kind of understand that can't you um same I mean, with frozen sing-along same with star wars launch bay is obviously a meet and greet anyway mm-hmm. basically yeah um and same with beauty and the beast and voyage of the little mermaid yeah the most interesting one for me there is uh, tower of terror yeah they're gonna have to space out the seats aren't they surely i mean you are so close the seats are so close together in tower of terror that surely they they're not gonna have they're not gonna keep that um at the same capacity. Yeah. Um I guess what I will say is just finally on on the reopening of Walt Disney World, um they've said this is I'm quoting this. If you're hoping to see some familiar friends or take in the tunes of treasured performers, you're in luck. Just as you may have recently seen at Disney Springs, our characters will appear in new and different ways that bring a smile to your face while also being mindful of physical distancing. So that's interesting because the stormtroopers felt very odd in a, in a week and month where you had the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, yes, they did. It was very, they? very inappropriate. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, that's. The, I think those are the sort of things we're going to see, like characters appearing at a distance, because obviously they're not going to have them walking through the streets because yeah, they'll get swamped by kids, yeah. which is you know the exact reason why they don't they didn't do it before coronavirus because they yeah. get swamped by kids. Um, so they're obviously, as, as you said, in, was it um, Animal Kingdom, having, the, having them on the boats um, or the yeah. flotilla? Do they actually, um, they give some examples here. They say, for, for example, after rocketing through space in Tomorrowland, you might see that famous space ranger Buzz Lightyear or discover a captive Captain Jack Sparrow as you traverse the, Castil- uh, the Castillo del Moro on your way to Pirates of the Caribbean. You could cross paths with Queen Anna and Elsa as they venture into the unknown. Uh, <laughs> on a journey around World Showcase at Epcot, or spy members of the Resistance hiding out from the First Order throughout Black Spire Outpost on the planet for two. Looking beyond our beloved characters, several musical groups will also return. You can look forward to seeing the Main Street Philharmonic at Magic Kingdom Park, plus the Mariachi Cobra and everyone's favorite funky drumming crew, the Jaminators at Epcot, just to name a few. So they are gonna be doing bits and pieces. Um, I think it's a yeah. nice touch. I think it's. it's yeah, I think it's good to see those come back, isn't it? And and I guess it's one of these things that obviously people don't get close to them anyway. Yeah. And so it's not something they particularly have to worry about from that perspective. Um, characters makes a lot of sense that they have to very limit those limit the, limit those interactions a lot. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that's it, unless you've got anything to add. Um... No, I don't don't think so. Obviously, yeah, it's like as I say, going back to like our trip. Um, all of these things, you know, they're not they're not happening until mid July. So it's it's there's so much uncertainty around it at the moment for us, wasn't there? 
Look, I guess actually, finally, we should say that Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party has been cancelled, officially cancelled. Oh, yes, yes, it has been cancelled. There's no, been no word on Halloween Horror Nights. I, I think Halloween Horror Nights, and this is probably going to be proved wrong maybe today, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to go ahead. And I think what they will do is bin off the scare zones and they right. will introduce virtual queues to the houses. Right, okay. Yeah, I mean... I don't know how the houses are going to work because obviously, obviously, yeah. If you if you if you space people out, that's fine. I think you know that that's fair enough. But then, are there going to be many jumps? Are they going to have to? Are they going to have to alter the jumps so that basically they're not as far, not as close potentially? Which makes obviously, kind of a bit pointless, don't they? Yeah, I mean, obviously, not all of the scares are like right in your face. No, but a lot of them are. But there are a lot of them that are. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know how they're going to work it, whether they would... Yeah, because you're right. Like They can't really do the scare zones because they do get really close to you. But even the houses, what, what are you going to do? Because if someone is get about to come you know, less than two metres close to you, you can step forward and be like, come on then. Come on. <laughs> That's the thing. That, like, I don't quite know how it's going to work and whether it's going to be a weird experience if they, if they put it on. Like well, my gut says, they shouldn't put it on. No, I agree. I don't. I think they should cancel it. I don't think they will. I think they'll use the virtual queue system for the right. house. Because I, I think Disney have basically come out and said they're not. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but they've said to cast members they're not going to be doing virtual queues. Right. Okay. Okay. Because Universal are, and they've got that system, and I think they will apply it to Halloween Horror Nights if it goes ahead. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they did introduce that i guess the only thing would be is that obviously if you've got a virtual queue for i don't know 10 houses say um all those what are the, all those people going to where are they where are they all going to go yeah because essentially you're for, you're you're forcing them to go somewhere else whether that be on attractions or like queuing for attractions or doing something obviously you you know if the scare zones are gone then it's not like you can go around and walk around the scare zones i think it'll be just a lot less people this year yeah, I mean, presumably they're going to have to cap capacity, limit, you know, limit capacity. Yeah. Um, obviously, they don't necessarily have a problem of uh, where Disney does, where with Disney's making Mickey's not so scary, you have to book a particular date. Whereas Universal, they can say, well, oh, well, you know, just you you can go on a day for everyone that's already booked. If capacity is lower, then they'll just have to go on different days if it's full. yeah. No, exactly. So, but Mickey's not so scary has been cancelled. I mean, the reason is is simple. Um, there's no character meets happening, there's no parades happening, and there's no fireworks happening. Therefore, the only reason to go to that event is to ride the attractions and get mm-hmm. candy, which, again, would be difficult to do socially distanced because they put queues in place just for the evening. And yeah. to then put socially distanced markers on all of those, it would be ridiculous. And, and to make your money back on or even come close to the $120-ish dollar it costs per ticket, you're going to have to be walking out there with several wheelbarrows of candy. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it makes perfect sense for Mickey's Not So Scary because they've already cancelled so many of the elements of it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not it's not practical and it's not. it wouldn't be fair to the guests to charge them that much um, to do that. Um, I guess one of the other things that we did touch on, which I don't think is coronavirus related, is the... Uh, scrapping of the free magic bands. Yes, so you, you know, of course. Now this this seems to be that, that they're heading people towards their mobile phone. Yes, and everyone everyone I've seen has it, been complaining about this. 
they've been saying, well, what if my phone's dead um, and I can't get into my room? And I'm thinking, I mean, you will have a ticket. You have a card. But... You, will have, you will have a card. Also, you can buy a Magic Band for nine ninety nine. Now, I had yeah. an argument with someone on, on Facebook. I mean, unlike me, I know. But I had an argument <laughs> with someone on Facebook who said, you know, classic. He's, the Walt Disney World Facebook groups are the worst groups known to man. And basically, this person was like, what about people that can't afford a smartphone? What do they do? And I'm like, like, if you're that poor, you really should, I mean, you're going to Disney World. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe prioritize paying off some bills or something if you're really, <laughs> if you're really that struggling yeah also that a magic band is 9.99 yeah no exactly that, you shouldn't really be going to disney world probably not no um which is which is fair and i think um but i mean they at the end of the day um the magic bands are not essential thousands of people go to the parks without a magic band um because they you know they're not staying on property and that sort of thing and they're not buying one so there's no difference there if they're just not giving them away for free all that all you'll have to do is you use your i can't remember what they actually call it they have an official name for the car don't they it's some key to the world some magic key to the world yeah you, you just use that instead, of, you, instead of a magic band are they giving those out are they yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're still they're still giving those out as as they did before um it's just it's just they're not giving out magic bands basically but the thing is, they must be so expensive for them to give away and it's it's so much plastic yeah that i do understand but also they're not getting rid of magic bands they're still they still oh, no. they're going to be selling them they'll still work that's the thing yeah i mean all it is is a cost it's a it's a cost saving measure yeah that's all it is and which i mean i'm not like massively complained about i think it does it does make a nicer experience with a magic band i love magic I think, bands i think they're brilliant yeah and i think if you're going there for the first time and you don't and you're staying on property and you don't know about magic bands, then it's something you're probably not going to experience because you're not necessarily going to go into a shop and buy them because you'll be like, oh, what's the point of that? I've got my ticket. Yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. Um, whereas it does, it does, it, it does improve the, the, your experience having a magic band, I think. I mean, there's been um, times, well, actually, all the time when I'm in Disney, and you will know this, I'll, I wear one on each hand. Yeah. <laughs> because you never know which side you're entering that fast pass on. Exactly. I mean, you, you know... Not everyone's a professional like you, Ryan. I've had, I had multiple cast members last year and be like, they, one, one person was like, that's, because Don, Don was like, what are you doing? And literally <laughs> that day, I was walking into Fast Pass and you know, previously you'd have to kind of like stretch over. Yeah. And I just like obviously tapped it with ease and the cast member was like, genuinely, I've not seen that before and that is genius. <laughs> and I was walking, I think it might have been, I don't know, it might have been Space Mountain actually. And right. I was walking in, and I was just like, oh, for God's sake, you can cut. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, you know, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to say you're wrong. Uh, well, I've got about um, 15 to choose from. Well, exactly. That, that's, I guess that's another thing of, you know, them, them not giving them out for free. People that return, whether it's year on year or every other year or whatever like that. Yeah. They'll still have their magic bands. Like, I can't imagine many people throw them out. Unless they're no, broken. They're nice collectibles, to be fair. Exactly, exactly. They're a nice momentum to bring back. And the fact that they work year after year, you know, so many people that go to Disney World and stay on resort have probably stayed on resort before. Quite a, lo quite a large proportion of them, I Yeah, 100%. Before. And they'll have magic bands that they can bring if they want to. And the people that haven't 
don't know about magic bands and don't care about magic bands. Yeah. So the complaining about all of this are the people mm. that already have magic bands. Yeah. Oh no, exactly. Exactly. So it's like, what you so think- I don't, you know, I don't think many people are necessarily losing out by this change and it's, but it's pure, it's, I mean, it's purely a cost saving measure, but if you can do everything with your smartphone, then fair enough. I don't think it's always as elegant with the smartphone. No, I, I think, agree. but unlocking the door with it was super cool. It was cool, but again, it's kind of it's not as it is user to user band. You've yeah. you've got your band on your wrist. You just do it. If you if you got your phone out, it's a little bit easier. But even still, you've got to go to the app. You've got to go app. to the you've got to go to the area where you unlock the door. The Wi-Fi's so, got to work. It's like all yeah. of that's got to come into for a UK guest. It's faff, especially yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah, uh, no, exactly. It's it's not as it's not as smooth as just blipping yeah. it with your wrist and walking in. And I remember Key to the World. Oh, my God, what a faff that was. Because like, it'd always be in the mix of your other cards. Mm. You, you know, During the day, you've used your credit card, you've used your debit card, you've used some cash. And yeah. you get back and it's like 11 o'clock at night and you're like, where the hell is my Key to the World? And you're kind of like looking through your wallet. You have mm. to open your wallet, look through it. And now it's just like, yeah, no, magic exactly. band, magic bam. Like I've seen people so, sort of say on Twitter that it was like um, the whole magic band thing was a mistake. Yeah, I, so again, I, I replied to that thread because someone was like, oh, it's Disney's $1 billion mistake. And it's like... Yes, that was it, yeah. They've sold a ton of these. Mm. And look, at, I reckon the m- amount of money they've made from people who on check-in have gone, oh, I'll have my, yeah, I'll have my credit card, why not? Mm-hmm. And then instead of getting using their card and actively thinking I'm spending money, they yep. just bang, bang, put your pin in, and then they get back to the resort at the end of 14 days and they spent like three grand. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, that's the thing. I don't think it's necessarily been a mistake. It, it, like, it's probably made them money. Yes, they've had to give away a lot of them for free, but at the end of the day, how much does it actually cost them to make these things? Yeah. Um, and, 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 and you know, they, they've, they've probably, as you say, they've, they've probably made more money from people adding people adding their credit card to them. Yeah. Um, and, and generally spending more. They've made money from selling accessories for them. They've yeah. money, made money from selling limited edition ones and all this sort of stuff. The custom one, I've, bought, I've got, bought myself a couple of custom ones. Mm. And, you know, they're like $35 or something. Yeah. Um, and that's just one person. I bought like two of them, if not yeah. more. So I exactly. think to say it's a mistake is not, no, not at all. And the infrastructure that the Magic Bands put in place Mm-hmm. have now allowed them to advance to a stage where they can say well also you can use your smartphone yeah that wouldn't have been in place had it not been for magic bands no exactly i think it was i think it was a good good thing to introduce whether obviously now that they're not giving them away for free you'll still get loads of people using them but whether the uh, the use over time will diminish i don't know because obviously if, if that gone well hold on a second 60 percent of our guests have got at least five of these. Mm-hmm. Why are we giving these away for free? I mean, yeah. when you look at a balance sheet and you, and somebody would have done this at Disney, they would have gone, let's look at the, the guests over the last five years. Well, yeah. hold on. This percentage of people have actually got more than two bands. Therefore yeah. every free band we're giving away to this proportion of people we're losing money on. Yeah, it's not no, a exactly. Decision to make, is it really? No, I mean, it's, as I say, it's, it's not surprising that they've got rid of it. Um, and, you know, all the magic bands are still going to work. If you've already got them, they're still going to work. So just bring it along, yeah. which is what I do anyway. Because, you know, when we went in 2018, that was the first time I had a magic band. Mm. That was the first time I stayed on property, on Disney property, at least. Um, and I bought uh, my, the Wally one, yeah, which I brought back uh, 
two times, one time, two times since I've been there, you know, yeah. and like last, last time I went or whenever the 30th anniversary of, is it 30th or 35th, 35th? I can't remember. It's on here. 30th of Hollywood studios. I bought the limited edition 30th anniversary one. Yeah. So, you know, they're making, they're still making money from them. I mean, they made like $70 from you. Yeah, there you go. You know, it's, it times <laughs> that by, you know, you can have, say, 100,000 people in Magic Kingdom a day. Now, mm. you can bet your, your money that at least 1,000 of those are buying a Magic Band. Oh, potentially. There's, so, there's always lots of people looking at them, isn't there? So, you're making a billion. I mean, if they've been around for years now. You've easily made your billion back. I've got no doubt about that. Mm. Um, so, to say they've been a waste of money, I think, is bonkers. Because it's, even if you even if say they've made a loss, the infrastructure they've put in place in the parks has allowed for the My Disney Experience app to even exist. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. I think I think it's a it's a win win for both because I'm sure they've probably made money out of it overall. I'm sure oh, they've definitely. probably made money, and it improves guests' experience. So at the end yeah. of the day, it's it's a win win, really. Hundred yeah, um, percent. It'll be interesting to see how it goes on now that they're not giving them away for free as part of the as part of the stay. You'll still get a ton of people using them, but over the years whether it will decrease because if people aren't giving them for free they don't they don't know too much about it so they don't use it so they're not interested in buying one yeah i mean for um, me personally i will use them as long as i can because I yeah think that, as long as they as long as they work and as long as it doesn't break i mean even if it breaks you would consider i would consider buying another one to a replacement i mean the oh, fact that i've got i've got three or four knocking around anyway so well, if one of them last breaks year, last know. year i had too many magic bands attached to my profile Oh, really? <laughs> it literally said you can't add another one on without removing them. So you have to take all the ones off your ankles and. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, now that you can just take the um, the little um, disc out of it. Yes. I could make like a magic band jacket. <laughs> and just sort of like press your body up to the scanner. <laughs> It's just like you're just like shaking around. It's like, don't worry, one of them's, one of them's gonna get it. <laughs> I'm not sure which of these is actually connected to my profile. But I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, only five of them are, so it might be on my ass. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it's the, like a magic man suit. That would be incredible. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I wonder yeah. if you could buy a load of used magic bands on eBay and just uh, make a suit out of it. Well, just like just like a bucket of magic bands. Next time I go to Mickey's Not So Scary, yeah, just. Go wearing a magic band suit. <laughs> I think um, I think you get a lot of comments. It'd be incredible, wouldn't it? Mm, mm. And on that odd note, thank you very much for listening to this week's show. Please do go and uh, give us a rating on the iTunes podcast app. And we will be back next week for another show. Until then, goodbye. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>